0: Hey, this is John Bellin from Gene the Werewolf, and you're listening to the Dave and Steve Show.
1: Previously on the Dave and Steve Show, I find out the little jackass has uh, has COVID, and so so does my kindergartner, and so I know what's next. It is so much better in there, so much manageable,
0: more man, so so more much manageable.
1: Yeah, there oh, you go. You got yeah. it. You got there. You got nailed it. Yeah. You, you guys can see me. The listeners yeah. can't, but it's it's, it's, it's work.
0: It's, it's been hot though. Yeah, I mean, and uh, you so can keep it
1: tight. Sure, there's safety concerns, but I mean, hell, they've you know they've put out some hand sanitizers, so come on, it's gonna be <laughs> fine.
2: But it was very obvious that Stephen Wendy. Were shall we say wanting to start the honeymoon a little early and sneak off to have a little a little nookie nookie? Nothing freaked you out as a kid, but as an adult, you're terrified about two clowns in a porta potty. Absolutely,
0: yep. Okay. Too many dolls, Reggie. <laughs> Too many. You should you only go hunting twice a year, and that's that's forty five dolls, Reggie. Forty five dolls.
1: And I was like, yeah, I remember all those times I got just a touch of polio. <laughs>
2: Suck on Never. that, Walter Cronkite. <laughs> Number 80 of the Dave and Steve Show. I am Dave sitting right alongside me. I'm 47, 26, 28, 20, 27, 27 miles away is Steve. This is, this is show number 80. And from parts from parts unknown, the lovely and buxom Tracy.
1: Walter Cronkite is definitely sick of being compared to me.
2: Professional as always.
0: You I know- would like to point out that I totally called show number 80 with Dave coming in a little bit hot. Show number <laughs> yeah. 50, 47. Nope.
2: Yeah. So uh, show number 80. Believe it or not, we've done 80 of these things. The, the, I was thinking about this when I was driving today about the fact that we have done 80 shows. Mm-hmm. And it feels like, well, as you heard by the intro, we're not getting better. We're, we, we are not... <laughs> We <laughs> we're not getting better at this entire process.
1: No, well, I I disagree. I disagree. I think I think there's an ebb and flow to this, and I think uh, in the previous incarnation of the show, because I mean, when you we eighty in this incarnation, there's we probably have 500 episodes. Yeah, there's
0: different Absolutely. ways to get better. I feel like we've streamlined sucking.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs>
2: we've streamlined. Steve and I knew a girl in high school. Uh, No, Tracy, before anything else, I wanted to find out, (laughs) you caught that seat. (laughs) Uh, I wanted to find out, Tracy, an update on the COVID. How are we doing? Are you feeling better? Is each day a little better than the previous day? Are you completely over it? What's happening?
1: Uh, I feel like a million bucks, actually. I don't know that I'm completely over it because the fatigue sets in and it sets in like really fast. So I'm at the end of the workday and I'm like, wow, I need 30 minutes to sleep. Now, that's happening, like, all the time now, and I, I don't like that. I usually have a lot of energy to spare, uh, but uh, that is the only thing. Kids are back in school. My wife's a, as obnoxious as ever, so um, there you have it. We're back golden. We haven't gone to the grocery store store yet. We're saving that.
0: Yeah, he went to the liquor store, though.
1: Yes. I guess you're going to the grocery store. Hey, I, yeah, I... We, haven't, we haven't gone to the grocery store yet, but... You We're did gonna, just make
2: me think of a question, though. Do do, yeah. do you guys nap? Do you like the naps? Have you found yourself taking a nap? I'm still, I mean, I, listen, I'm in my 40s now. I'm still not a nap guy. I am not, I don't know if I'll ever be a nap guy.
1: For me, naps have to be 10 minutes or less. Otherwise, oh. I get nap drunk and I turn into a very stupid person.
0: I have strong napping genes, meaning that I can nap anywhere. Um, Passed down to me. Um, by, by expert nappers, um, nappers that, that can nap in any, in any weather, any, any situation they can nap in any easy chair, uh, and they, they can, they can do it responsibly and they can do it for any length of time and automatically wake themselves up when they need to be woken up. It's, it's a, it's an incredible superpower. My wife is, uh, she is jealous of it.
2: Now I have seen Steve, I have seen your dad tear the ass end out of a nap if you know what i mean that man but Uh but at the same time your mom let's not forget and i know you have not forgotten fell asleep during jurassic park and twister in the Uh theater with full surround sound and all the craziness of those movies she napped through both of them wow
0: i i think she was just um exhausted from being the mother of me right I think that, that 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 was that's two full time jobs right there. She she was working the night shift twice. So
2: all right, so yeah. here's and I know I'm listen. I'm all over the road right now. I've I forgot to set up the show and what we're gonna do tonight. So I'm gonna do that and then I'm gonna get to what Steve did last week because all Tracy did was lay around in a puddle of his own sick. So when it comes to the show tonight, we got a couple of things. So we're actually gonna mix things up a little bit. Tracy's gonna wow. do headlines before we step into the break. And then when we come back from the break, Steve's got a crazy-ass game for us. That'll, of course, come after a brand-new minute from Tracy that was a little bit touch-and-go this week. We did not actually know if we were going to get a minute out of Tracy because even as of, I would say, just a few hours ago, it was still is a minute coming through, and then in true professional fashion... Tracy came through at the last minute and said minute's done.
0: This is a man who recorded a minute while we were listening to him and we didn't know he was recording a minute and then presented it like it was brand new to us and we were surprised yeah. by it. Yeah. So and it, it wasn't
2: you... it wasn't a bad minute either.
0: No, it was a good minute.
1: Yeah, I did that minute in front of you. That was the uh the uh that was it was awkward, but I did it.
2: Steve, your parents live what I would call just right in that sort of cutoff range as far as distance from you to where you can get over to them pretty easily and see them and vice versa. They can come over to you relatively easy. It's not in the winter over a mountain pass. It's kind of sketchy, but for the most part, you guys are within what I would say is a a manageable distance from one another. My Mm -hmm. my mom, on the other hand, moved. She's clear down in Eugene, Oregon, which is a six-hour drive. It's not... I would say that's just getting out of that sort of comfort range of you can you can do that easily. Like, in other words, to go see my mom or for my mom to come see us, there's some planning involved. You're not gonna necessarily do that on a whim of, hey, let's jump in the car and go see mom. And so my mom is in town right now. And so the the question that I have for you specifically, and I think I know the answer to this, when your parents come into town, do you feel the need to entertain them? Or is it just sort of like, you guys are here for a visit, you're going to hang out, you're going to be in if you want to be involved with whatever we're doing, by all means, but you don't have to be and we're going to live life the way we normally do it? Or do you feel the need to sort of constantly be checking on them getting them things? Do you want to go out and do something? Do you want to go for a walk? Do you? Are you because I know you said you were that way with your son when it comes to his parties? Do you, do you entertain your parents when they come over?
0: Well, when they come over, there's usually some, we usually have something to do. Like we'll have dinner or something. They don't come over for, typically they don't come over and stay the night. Like they'll come over for a, um, like a short, um, a short visit and hang out. We'll have like dinner or lunch or something like that. And they might stay a little later and then they'll, they'll head back over the, over the pass. When we go over there, um, we're more likely to stay over there, um, like for a night or so. And it's usually pretty loose. Um, there's, it's, sometimes it's for an event or something, but it's usually a, a little looser over there. Um, I, I well, asked, it's always nice.
2: I but. asked this question because why well, I wasn't asking mm. if you like your parents or not.
0: Well, I, it's always nice. I, I asked the
2: question because my mom is in town right now. And when my mm. mom comes into town, she stays for an extended period of time, usually like 10 days. Think in that range, anywhere from seven to 14 days. And for the first couple of days, I feel like I should entertain. Hey, mom, you need anything? Hey, can I get you a beverage? Hey, do you want anything? Hey, do you want to go out and do... Do you need any groceries? Do you want to go out? Hey, I'm going to run to the store. You want to come with me? Like, it is include, include, include. And then by like the third or fourth day, we're just... We're we're living life and my mom's there. And so when it comes to something like this podcast tonight, and I say like, well, it's podcast night. I got to go in and record the podcast. I get a little bit of the stink eye, not only from my wife, but also from my mom. Like my mom, as far as like, hey, I'm not in town that often. Could you do you really need to record a podcast? And then my wife, because now my mom's going to be pissed that I'm not in the room with her and she'll take it out on my wife. And that's kind of what it comes down to.
1: Well, I, I found one of the solutions to this is uh, my mom, when I want to visit her, we have a seance upstairs, uh, <laughs> because my mother's in heaven right now, God rest her soul. And so when when we are just I grab the the kids around and I say, you know, you know, mom, we hear you, we have the candles and yep. the whole thing and she comes. And visits, and then, then when we blow out the candles and put the put the chairs back in the garage, she's gone. It's pretty.
0: Is she yeah. in astral form, or does she speak through like one of the children?
1: Look, I don't speak Spanish. I don't know. Oh, uh, I don't know that.
2: She
0: only comes in in Spanish.
2: Spe- speaking of ghosts, and then we're gonna find out what Steve did. I watched Ghostbusters with my kids this weekend. The new oh, no. one? Uh, no the the original OG no, Ghostbusters. The, the good one. <laughs> not-
0: <laughs> Tell me it did not go like Footloose. It
2: it was, that that movie, I, I would say, by and large, that movie holds up okay. If you go back and watch Ghostbusters now, the pacing is all over the roads. It, I mean, there are moments in that movie, there's like a good 15-minute stretch where it's, frankly, kind of boring. And not a lot of shit going on for a good 15, 20 minutes, and then things kick off again. But I will say, that is a movie like... I know people get up in arms and don't want to touch the classics or anything like that when it comes to, like, oh my God, I can't believe George Lucas went and put a CG job of the hut in his movie. Yeah that movie desperately needs somebody to go back and do a CG pass on that yeah. thing. Cause the effects are awful.
1: Yeah. It could use a freshening because the story actually is classic and it's right. good. And so everything's there. And I mean, that's one of those things you kind of want to live on and transcend. Right. You know, when it came out in 1984, I mean, yep. we want, We want more from that story. And
2: if you want your classic version, I'm totally down with there being both versions out there. I don't want it to be like a George Lucas thing where he makes the one and then tries to destroy every copy of the originals that were ever made. I'm okay with there being both. Just let me have the one with the CG refresh in it because especially the animatronic dogs are just awful. Yeah, and Blackie
1: Lawless did the same thing with the original Wasp recordings. (laughs) uh to get Chris Holmes out of it. Yeah. So I I get what you're saying. I don't want that either. I want the I want the original if I yeah. want that, yep. but I want to see it freshened up. Plus
2: George Lucas could not play guitar with a shit. So it was weird that Blackie brought him in yeah, for that whole true. thing.
1: Speaking of uh, George Lucas, I watched uh, American Graffiti um th- last week when when I wasn't feeling well. That's a That's a feel-good movie for me. I
2: think I've only Uh, seen that movie once, and I saw it probably 20 years ago. So that's one you're saying I should go back and watch again?
1: It is a lovely film with respect to it being like Dazed and Confused and so many of the other sort of like teen classic movies that occur over a night. Right? So it's that, and it was the original one that did that. So every one of them has tried to like recreate that magic from that movie. But it's the original. It's George uh, Lucas's like um really his first uh big hard punch into the industry and you start to see like uh um Harrison Ford and so many others and their their very first de- you know debuts and and Ron Howard of course is still knows the last time he was seen as Ronnie Howard in the yeah. credits so yeah it's a fantastic movie and uh, I think for me it was uh when I wasn't feeling well that and tater tot casserole really brought me through
2: what about you Steve what'd you get up to last week
0: uh, you know, uh, since we spoke last, uh-huh. um, I, uh, I did get, um, I did get my, my COVID booster. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to the side effects that happen maybe tomorrow, um,
2: I was getting ready to be a jackass, that's why I stepped real far away like this cuz I usually go,
0: "Uh-huh, yeah," during your like shed talk, but you yeah.
2: you actually came through with the COVID booster and now I can't
1: really they're, make fun of that. Yeah. You got the that. COVID
0: booster. Now, what was interesting was I these, the listeners aren't going to they're not going to know and they I I believe that no shits will be given. But um I so You got
1: it in the butt, damn. <laughs> right. That's go, that's going on the previously <laughs>
0: honest. <laughs> so, um I I, I was standing in line to get it. And Dave, Dave sends me a note saying, I, I was turned away. I was told I couldn't do it. And I'm like, well, that's not, I'm here. I'm right here. They're going to be here. Um. So not only did I, I get it, I went, I just got, they had no questions for me about it. They just let me in, but I wanted to prove Dave so wrong that I went home and I got my wife and I got her the booster too. Well, oh I, I didn't, she, she went in and she got I think this so, just so proves
1: so. You, how, you got consent. I think this just proves how unhealthy both chapter.
2: of you
0: are. I think you. I think you need. To, you need to go and try and get it from that place. Otherwise, we're going to get it from Tracy tonight. So, my, yeah, my, I can't.
1: I can't get it now. I mean, because uh, the it's 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 stupid. It's like uh, they'll say, well, the side effects are going to be really bad if you've been infected within a certain time, of you know. Yeah. Of the thing. Yeah, so, yeah. But but the good news is I can get into Great Britain and uh, Canada for the next 180 days. My my with
2: experience a, with trying to get the COVID booster went exactly like this. I had a, a prescription for the allergy medication that I take. So the pharmacy opens at nine. I get there at like 8.50. So I got to sit in a little chair waiting. Pharmacy opens at nine o'clock. I get my prescription. I said, hey, by the way, I got the Moderna shot originally. Can I get the booster? She said... You've got to be frontline worker. You have to be 50 or older, or you have to have an underlying medical condition. Do you meet any of those needs? And I said, Well, I'm picking up allergy medic or uh, asthma medication. So I assume the asthma would be the underlying condition that I need. And she said, Well, not in all cases. You're going to want to check on the website. So I was like, Okay, well, that's fine. Uh, can I just get the flu shot since I'm here? Now, keep in mind the pharmacy opens at nine. Well, we typically only give the flu shots between ten and six, so I just took my little baggie with my pills in it, and I turned around and walked away. I got I got nothing. I wanted some kind of shot in the arm. I got, I couldn't get her to give me a shot. I could not will her to give me a shot.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, go if you can go to campus by tomorrow <laughs> because they they shut down tomorrow. But but they'll just they'll just give it to you.
2: Did you go to that like crazy medical building? Did you not crazy, but the really nice medical building, or was it right there on the at the commons? It's in the commons. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Just right there. It's it super easy. Yeah.
2: Sorry, I know that's work talk. Nobody knows what the hell we're talking about. Hey, uh, Steve, keep going. Anything else besides the uh the co- uh, Listen, here's the problem, people. For all you listening in at home, just to have some context, keep in mind that we recorded a show on a Monday because we were way behind because Tracy got COVID and a bunch of shit happened and I lost power and a bunch of things went down. So it's only Three days removed from the last time we recorded, it's not even three full days. So just keep that in mind. If there's not not a lot going on in our otherwise crazy hobnobbing, and rubbing elbows with the elite lives that we typically bring you, right? This week might be a little short.
0: I can tell you that I'm learning a lot about cryptocurrency right now, and um, I'm just I I'm cramming a lot of that in. I may be able to talk about it some someday.
2: Yeah, keep cramming it in. I here's here's what I don't understand is uh I'll tell you exactly what I don't understand about cryptocurrency. And that is literally everything.
0: <laughs> that, that's <laughs> well, how I that's how I feel talking to all these cryptocurrency people. And they think I'm the perfect person to learn about this and talk about it because as I learn about it, I can write about my experience sure, of, of sure. learning about it. And so it's It's a, it's, it's really, it's fascinating and it's also a completely different culture and it's, it's been a lot of fun, you Uh, know, but to be fair,
1: uh, I, uh, just a few years ago, I studied macroeconomics, uh, at a certain institution. And, uh, the interesting thing is that most people don't understand money in general, like they don't understand like their own currency, like what makes it. So it's not too uncommon. That's
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's very much in fact. That was one of the things I tried to tie how our you know regular currency came into being, and the parallels with how cryptocurrency is you know uh, coming uh, you know coming into being. So it's 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 been kind of interesting. I'm sure this is super fascinating to all of our listeners. Um, it will be once I know something. I'm well, sure.
2: it, listen, it is just for anybody listening. It, we're we're there's probably a lot of them that are in the same boat because I got. It is a weird, I have a weird perspective, a skewed perspective on cryptocurrency because I work for a tech company and there's a bunch of really smart people working at that tech company who are into this techie cryptocurrency stuff. But I think by and large, the vast majority of people are still sort of like me or like you were until you started on this journey of, you've heard it, you've heard the term a gajillion times, you understand the rough concept of it of what it is enough to where i no longer hear people going so people are just like making up currency and attaching a value to it how does that work that's so stupid and you go well yeah that's kind of how the piece of paper that's in your wallet works as well it's just a a piece of paper and people attach the value to it so so i think people are over that hump in other words of at least not having that sort of knee-jerk reaction to it but i still don't think the vast majority of people understand what cryptocurrency is
0: I'll bring somebody on. We'll get, a, yeah. we'll get a good guest, and we'll have somebody talk us through it. It'll Finally. be great. Yep. It'll Ladies
2: be great. and gentlemen, the guitar player for Twisted Sister talking cryptocurrency. Yeah. And we'll get the we could, bassist from Wasp on here to explain uh, what uh, DOG coins are.
1: I think it's uh, Eddie uh, the Fingers 08 <laughs> has yeah. uh, the crypto <laughs> yeah. knowledge yeah. there. I, we're not speaking of JJ French. So,
2: Steve, record. do you want to talk at all about why you're needing to study or learn cryptocurrency, or do we want to save that for another time?
0: No, we'll talk about it later. I'm I I don't want to spill all the candy in the lobby. So let's uh, let's move along. Okay.
2: All right. Well, we we will move along and find out what Tracy has in the headlines. And now, straight from the Dave and Steve Show news desk in beautiful Anytown, USA Plaza, it's Tracy Green with this week's headlines. Yeah!
1: Our first story, a hiker in Colorado who was lost for 24 hours ignored rescuers phone calls because they didn't recognize the number. That the call was coming from, authorities said last week. The, the hiker. hiker was reported overdue at uh, 8 p.m. on October 18th. According to the statement from the Lake Country Search and Rescue, the person who called said the hiker started at the trailhead at 9 a.m. had not returned. Uh, Lake County Search and Rescue searched multiple areas for the hiker but could not find the person. Multiple attempts to contact them via their cell phone were unsuccessful.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not answering that. They're just trying to get me to donate to ex political party.
2: I you do have to wonder if it kept coming up as scam. Likely, that's uh, that's how that's how my phone reads when I'm.
0: <laughs> you know what? I bet if I'm lost and I get so if I get a scam person, you need to help me,
2: right? You exactly. Know? And then it be- yeah. you know,
0: hey, uh, I understand you're trying to sell me this thing. All I need you to do is tell somebody right. to call me. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I just um, yeah, I'll buy it. Whatever. Yeah.
2: Hello, uh, Larry oh. from Dubai. Uh, <laughs> listen, uh, if that is your real name, could you possibly send help?
0: <laughs> yes, I am a Nigerian prince, and I am going to drop everything to help you. <laughs> now, now here's here's something that that I, I I need to know. Now, in this story, this hiker found their own way out, right to the mm-hmm. car. Yeah. And okay. So a couple of years, a few years ago, maybe like five years ago, there was a hiker in that was lost. Like, you know, and all points went out to find this person in the woods here in Washington state. And it's, so they go, they go out, they, they look for him all night long. They find his car or something like that. And then um, he comes they all of a sudden he's found and there's like not a lot of explanation. around. I it. swear
2: to God, if this story ends with a hook in the door, Steve, I'm coming over to your place. I, I'm i no, going to hit you. No,
0: okay. the the guy said that he 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 fell. He fell down or he fell asleep in the woods and he woke up and came home and he did not do that. He was having an affair someplace right. and just yeah. he couldn't cover it up. So I'm wondering if this is a ding dong that, you know, couldn't. Cover it up. He didn't cover up his yeah, things.
1: Uh, uh, get that. Uh, so the hiker returned home on October nineteenth. More than twenty-four hours after beginning of the hike, uh, this person was not identified, but uh, apparently does not answer their telephone either.
2: see <laughs> right. so. Steve. I, I'm starting to sense a pattern here because last week you accused the golfer who got locked in the bathroom with his wife of of a uh, little little Philandering. S- sexy time and now you're saying that this guy you think he was actually having an affair on his wife you're trying to get a lot of people into trouble right well i guess you're not getting the golfer in trouble if it's his wife
0: johnson right? everybody's yeah. having the sex <laughs> and we gotta stop it We gotta <laughs> stop these people from having the sex
1: uh, no problem here hey our second story talking about a meal ticket Hungry for financial flexibility, a California man named Dylan shelled out a measly $150 a year to eat every meal at Six Flags Magic Mountain in order to save thousands, pay off his student loan debt, get married, and purchase a home in Los Angeles. Now, he said you can pay around $150 for unlimited year-round access to Six Flags, which includes parking and two meals a day. So Dylan, who's now 33, explained... Uh, To uh, reporters that if you uh, time it right, you could eat both lunch and dinner every day. And the theme park offers guests a minimum or a premium season dining pass, which allows visitors to enjoy lunch and dinner uh, items as well as snack and unlimited drinks during every visit on a regular operating day. Uh, per Six Flags Magic Mountain the website. Now, the deal does not include alcoholic beverages, which, of course, is oh, another additional on. $109. So yeah. He said, one of my co-workers said to me, they spend $1,500 a month on eating out, and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Uh, so he said he, he works as an electrical engineer. He said he has eaten an estimated 2,000 meals at around 50 cents per sitting at Six Flags over the past seven years.
0: Now now that, that sounds ingenious. I totally get that. But what percentage of that is funnel cake? (laughs)
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. You
0: know, (laughs) like how much of that is an elephant ear?
2: This is, this is ingenious though. I, I almost was like, I thought that, uh, six flags just had like, like relatively cheap food. And this guy was just taking advantage of it. And I was going to say like, why would you not like go get a Costco hot dog, which is next to nothing and relatively delicious, but this, now that I know it's all factored into this like yearly pass, this is this is I'm let the guy do this. If he wants yeah, to live is, off Six Flags food, go go be you.
1: Yeah. So it's funny. He Says the entire first year, I don't think I ever went to the grocery store. I timed it so I was able to get there during my lunch break, go back to work, and then stop by for dinner on the way home <laughs> because it was crazy. But I was saving money, paying off student loans. But while his pockets were getting fat. So really? was he. Yeah. So he says the first year of the menu was kind of lame, and he mentions funnel cakes actually. In there. And there he goes, all you could get was burgers and fries, funnel cakes and pizza and breadsticks, or some pathetic sandwich uh, with a refillable soda cup. But over the years, they came up with more healthy options, and he was able to take advantage of those.
2: Worst, I, I think I probably already know the answer to this because we have one of the shittiest in the nation, I have to imagine. But worst major theme park you've ever been to steve you first
0: worst major theme park yeah i'm to? not talking
2: like county fair or anything like that and, and if it's just marginally worse than the rest but it's still the worst what's the what's the worst one you've ever been to because mm. again yeah exactly you're you're doing the head nod down the road because we've got a it's is it still Six Flags or did it get?
0: No, no Six okay.
1: Flags sold it back to the guy uh, that they bought it from. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah, okay. Remember that? Here you go. Here's a little extra for your trouble. Yeah.
0: We have... remember, who, remember that exit clause we put in the contract? Is yeah. We'd it... like to execute. That. Is the park itself
2: called Wild Waves or is that just yep. the name of the water portion yeah, I, of
1: it? I, I think it's called Enchanted Parks, uh, okay. Wild Waves at an Enchanted Park. So it is a. Uh, uh, a uh, it's, uh, it's pretty bad, and,
2: and part of the reason it's pretty bad is just because of where we are in the world. I mean, we're in the rainy, shitty Pacific Northwest, so there's you're only going to get a couple of months of actual quality time at a theme park, and thus that's reflected in the amount of money they make and therefore reflected in the upkeep to the park, the quality of the rides, et cetera, et cetera. They've got a couple of coasters, that's about it, but for the most part it's just cardboard standees that sort of rattle around on these old makeshift motors to to simulate you being in a theme it's it's bad but tracy is that is that your vote as well
1: um yeah for sure that that is definitely the crappiest uh uh major uh amusement park i've been to i don't even bother to go to it and when somebody if if there's if i'm involved in some kind of group activity and said hey we're all going to uh uh, wild waves or something do you want to go and i'd be like "Mm, no yeah, yeah, I would 100%
0: I rather go to Action Park.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, will, yeah.
2: I will, for me, Wild Waves is really close, really close to the bottom for me. But I would actually say my least favorite experience at a major theme park was actually uh, 15 years ago-ish at Knott's Berry Farm. In oh, California. Yeah. And the,
1: I, I would say that was my second one.
2: And the reason for me was because I had fond memories of going there as a kid. And there was Snoopy and the Peanuts. And it was great. And it was packed full of people. And there were, oh, there's a log ride. Nobody else has a log ride. There were all sorts of things there. Then Disney put in a log ride that was a lot better. And that was really one of the main selling points of Knott's Berry Farm is you went to ride the log rides. They put in some kind of rapids, and then Disney put in their rapids, which were a lot better. Like, they kind of just one up them everywhere, and eventually people stopped going. And so when we were at Knott's Berry Farm last time, it was a freaking ghost town. It was so dead in there, and that's what made it worse is it was clean. The rides were a lot better than they are at the Enchanted Village or at uh, yeah, Wild how Wife. many
1: years ago was that, Dave?
2: Like I say, probably 15 if it, I had to guess. I will,
1: I will tell you this it's less clean now, really it feels a little low rent, and uh, it's more like uh, it's less lot, Knott's Berry Farm, and more like Boone's Farm,
2: yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. And, and and Snoopy was like, even then, Snoopy Drunk. looked a little he didn't, well, no, he just didn't look like clean white he looked dingy like the suit hadn't been cleaned in long enough and snoopy was the only one there you could not find any other like you couldn't find woodstock you couldn't find any of the other peanuts there of any kind they just had him bombing around the thing because there was nobody there so why trot out all the peanuts and give that many people heat stroke inside the costumes when you can just have snoopy out there soft shoeing for people
0: i will i will tell you that uh we went to uh, we went to Universal Studios in Florida. I don't know, like eleven years ago, or you know, ten years ago, or something like that. And um, I, 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 it's a good park. Okay, they have a lot of really cool stuff there. But what I think is complete and total bullshit is that they have split that park in two, and in order to go to it, you have to pay two entry fees. To get in,
2: yeah, two, yeah,
0: not one. You, you like, oh, how much does it cost to go to you know Walt Disney World? It it costs this much. Well, it it costs this much to go to, um, one part of yeah uh, of yeah. of Universal. But if you want to go to the part that you want to go to, yeah. you got to pay it twice.
1: Yeah, yeah. That
0: is absolute horseshit. Well, I mean, Disney yeah. two and two
1: entry fees is stupid. I knew a girl in high school was exactly Stop the it. same way. Stop
2: it. Disneyland has done the same thing in California, Steve. There is now Disney's California Adventure and there's Disneyland. And even though they are literally like, and I'm not being facetious, you could throw a rock from one and hit the other. They're that close to one another. They have their own separate gates and their own separate tickets
0: but they have the common decency to name them two different things. Yeah, sure. <laughs> universal just says, no, yeah. you can get into half a universal and then the other half of universal, you're going to have to pay twice for. So that's how it's going to go.
2: Is that really the guy that runs universal? Studios?
0: That's it's one guy out front and, and he's got one of those change belts. Yeah. And, yeah. and and he he'll rack it and then he'll pretend like it won't come out oh, won't come out guess you can either wait here for 45 minutes for your six dimes or you can just go inside and call it a loss. I wonder
2: now I'm wondering and Tracy we will probably just do one more story because we're getting low on time but I do I did want to look to see you know how you can get everything on Amazon can you get a change belt off of Amazon I have hell to assume yes, you, you can, can. right.
0: Yeah, you can definitely get a change.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, there they are—the McGill Advantis four-barrel money changer, right there. It's, I, I kind of want one of those. I kind of want. You want one just, and
0: and it's good that they're that they have the McGill's because you don't want you don't want it. Yeah. You don't want to get the, flan, the the Flanchers. The Flanchers. Yeah. It's really gone downhill. <laughs> ten
1: years. Yeah. M- McGill's
0: yeah. still manufactures part of it. You know. I'm having flashbacks yeah, they, to yeah, Tracy and the Ferris uses wheel.
1: Tin on the on the springs and they yeah. it, they wear out. Just, oh yeah. This is this is Tracy on.
2: and the Ferris wheels all over again. All right, keep going, Tracy.
1: Story number three: A Kentucky school board is investigating after a teenage boy gave a lap dance to his high school principal and other staff members during a homecoming event other provocative photos of the spirit events at hazard high school posted on social media show teens girls parading around the gym dressed as hooters waitresses and boys being paddled according to uh, the lexington herald's leader hazard <laughs> independent superintendent Saunders combs told the paper wednesday that the incidents are under investigated uh, under investigation, Donald Happy Mobellini, mayor of Hazard and principal of Hazard High School, uh, <laughs> has come under fire for acting inappropriately during the, the student's uh, homecoming event.
0: Okay. Now, I'm not going to make a joke. I'm just going to call out that Dave and I looked in each other's eyes in the camera, and we both have jokes immediately. <laughs> and I know it, we have jokes like loaded double barrel and it was going to be a race to who could put the joke out. I'm just going to hand it over to Dave, throw it, (laughs) throw it out there. The
2: reason that I gave you that look is, as soon as I found out this all took place in the hazard County, I was wondering what the Duke boys were up to through all this. Like I, <laughs> I, was... I truly pictured at halftime, the general lead just jumping something on the 50 yard line. So,
1: so oh. where are you guys on this? This there's a little bit of this, like, Oh God, what is going on there? And there's part of me that's like, you know, there isn't enough hell raising going on sometimes of this variety this. This is more like what went on when we were in school.
0: All I could think of was, man, Koi and Vance have really <laughs> and Vance. Have really gone I mean, they've really gone to some sad places if they're given lap dances to to administrators well we've we've talked
2: about this. I think we we just talked about this either last episode or the episode before that. as far as like kids are slowly getting more and more, or I should say less and less wild. Yeah. When I think about like my dad had a story of being in a car with a guy they were running from the law for a reason my dad never really (laughs) needed to say he just they were running from the law and that was good enough a cop was chasing them and his friend decided they were gonna try and beat a train across (laughs) the railroad tracks and outrun and they got clipped by the train and my dad was ejected from the car and landed in a field safely and his (laughs) friend was effectively like jammed into the glove box like fully and was killed. And my dad would tell, he'd trot this story out at like a barbecue of like, so <laughs> one of his friends would be there and be like, you remember when Jim got killed in the car? Oh yeah, we were, man, that was a crazy night. Cause what had happened was <laughs> we were out on the, we were at, it was really hot. And we had overheated the car twice and we had to fill. Is he
1: talking with his hands a lot <laughs> oh, while he yeah. was doing it? Yeah, and right?
2: he, he was like, we had to, we, we didn't have any water that we could pour into the radiator. But we had the ice cold beer in the back, so we got out and cracked that open and poured that into the radiator. But the cops still found us, and we like he would tell this story as though it was nothing, as, as
0: though as though nobody was going to die at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And,
2: and then and then he would say, you know, that was a shame. Jimmy was a good guy, and that's kind of how he would end it.
0: a <laughs> <laughs> <My laughs> glorious tribute. And then <laughs> Jimmy, yeah. My, my my dad has has a story. Pass and, me and another I, natty light, and it'll be it, and. I'll probably tell it wrong or I'll leave something out or I'll, I'll embellish something of it. But the, the, the long and the short of it is, um, he and a friend of his, he and a friend of his, uh, were Hellraisers, and I guess they, they had a plan. And so my dad goes out with, I think it might've been my mom to a, like a drive-in diner eatery place, you know, okay. one of those old, yep. you know yep. and, and, um, somebody pulled up. I don't know if it was my dad or if it was the other, I don't know who was who in this situation, but I can tell you that one party got out of their car with a couple other people and started yelling at the other one for dating their their girl or something like that. Mm -hmm. Pulled out a shotgun, shot a blank at them. um, And the other person catch up all on them and they, and, and they die right there in the thing. Everybody's freaking out. And the other guys from the car go pick his body up, take it, put it in the back of the, um, in the back of the car. And then they drive off over to the ditch bank. That's apparently in view. And I, this is, I, I don't know how much of this is, yeah. but apparently yeah. there was a dummy in the trunk and they took the dummy out threw it in the thing, and they were gone. And, Nobody went to jail. Yeah,
1: right, as exactly, far as I yeah, know,
0: yeah. nobody went to jail.
1: Yeah, It's, it's just, uh, I, I was driving through Eatonville, uh, a town close to Mount Rainier. Um, and uh, there was a, a company there called Eatonville Glass. And I was, uh, when I looked at that sign, I thought, you know, it's one of those signs where the, 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 you have the letters you put up on the sign. Yes, I know and where I'm this like, is going. <laughs> yeah, n- nobody's put, somebody should have a young kid should have just changed that sign to read eaten ass, but nobody <gasps> did. And, uh, and I, I, was, I remember just driving through that town. So disgusted at the local youth. I mean, th- that's, <laughs> okay. that's low hanging fruit. Nobody bothered to do it anyway. So then, anyway, so in, then if in you hazard counting, apparently that's, yeah, uh, if
2: you get to our generation, it's, you know, it's, we were a lot more mild. There was nothing like that. You would occasionally get Steve and I have, you know, a couple of acquaintances that we know that, you know, we're up in the Hills drinking and, got themselves killed but it wasn't anything nobody was running from the law they were literally just kind of drunk driving out of the hills as a stupid teenager and unfortunately life caught them where others escaped but i mean drinking was like the extent of it and and then you get to our our kids' age where rory is either in the military or is going to be in the military soon Zach's biggest story of his life is the time that he busked for the members of Chicago and got to go backstage. (laughs) Like this is not, it's not Ozzy Osbourne. Like I, I once threw a bat on stage and Ozzy bit the head off and threw it back at me. That is, I was playing my trombone on the safe streets of Kirkland and lo and behold, Chicago saw me. And, and then there's my kid who is like, same thing, like completely. I couldn't, I have tried drinking like a beer i've tried like just take a drink just take a little sip of it i'm (laughs) right here i'm your dad just try it so that you know what it tastes like and so it's not a demonized thing that you want to covet later like just have a sip so you know what beer tastes like Nope, won't do it. Absolutely will not do it to the point where I've almost gotten to your point, Steve, where I'm almost like, okay, now it's peer pressure. Now I'm, I've taken this a little bit too far. I should back up. But
1: this is like your uncle with the uh, ECDC, like, uh, right, so I would, strips.
0: I would want to try probably a little, want to try a little cocaine. I would probably just a prob- little, little, little bump, just a little bump right here. It's not that big a deal, right in between, right in between the knuckles. I just, would just probably
2: little... hug my child if he came home and told me he gave the principal a lap dance. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs>
1: Well, anyway, the incident is under investigation, and as you know, anything under investigation can't really be talked about, according to uh, the uh, uh, Coltrane. <laughs> yeah. yeah, once the investigation Stop. is complete, appropriate action will be taken. I and that's the news, were, fellas.
0: There were few, too few uh, Dukes of Hazard jokes in there, but let's just let it lie. Yeah, I'm sorry you stepped on your outro, Tracy. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. On the Dave and Steve Show. How many times have you been carrying too many sacks of groceries into the house just to have one of your pinky fingers snap off, breaking the pickle jar and raspberry jam all over the floor? Ah! Do your handshakes not deliver the goods on the bottom end? Nice to meet you. Man, your handshake is weak. Weak. Do your gloves not wear out evenly toward the smaller digit? These mittens show my shame. Buff up with the new Pinky Flex Turbo 9000 Ultimate Extreme System. Don't mess around with those finger steroids and digit yoga. If you want to build real lower-end pinky strength, you'll want our new state-of-the-art machine. Patent pending. PinkyFlex Turbo 9000 Ultimate Extreme System is the almost proven way to build pinky muscle mass in some time with minimal discomfort and the satisfying burn that lets you know you're building muscle.
1: Some of the burn is from electricity.
0: The PinkyFlex Turbo 9000 Ultimate Extreme System is the only hand exercise machine that builds muscle mass using old-fashioned exercise with the speed and safety Not safe. of small electrical stimulation. <laughs> Son of a... Just insert your hand and plug the PinkyFlex Turbo 9000 Ultimate Extreme System into any 220 or dryer outlet... you choose and let the pinky flex turbo 9000 ultimate extreme system do the work for you can i try it only if you want hot sexy man hands from your thumb to your pinky the pinky flex turbo 9000 ultimate extreme system available now in these fine stores
1: happy hand adult emporium walmart you know how hard I tried not to talk about it? It was an unwritten rule that when we exhumed this show from the grave that we would never talk about it, but I had to. It impacted me. It impacted my family and my friends. The horror of it sometimes made me feel trapped and I would sit in a dark room hoping that no one would find me so chilled and forlorn. I didn't mean for this to happen. I didn't mean to talk about it. It just happened and I'm sorry. So let's just forget about it and maybe laugh it off just this once, okay? This has been Tracy's I Will Never Again Discuss Finding Dolls in the Woods Minute.
2: And now, live from the Dave and Steve Show studio in beautiful Burbank, California, it is time for another one of Steve's Crazy Ass Games.
0: Hello, everybody. This is Steve Dam. I'm the host of Steve's Crazy Ass Games on the Dave and Steve Show. And this is the part where I come up with a game and typically pit tracy and dave against one another but no tonight it will be steve and tracy um Woo! competing against each other somehow um uh, using the the knowledge that is inside dave's head so it is a totally crazy ass game and i'll tell you what this is definitely my favorite game that that we do we've it's the only one we've done twice um, it's called Butt Rock Baccarat, and it takes advantage of Dave's incredible knowledge, his catal- catalog knowledge of songs from 80s glam rock heavy metal. It is, it glam is
1: rock. unbelievable. It, it is. And
0: I have listened and re listened to the, that episode where he did that so many times because it makes me laugh every single time. I've come up with some real awesome ones. So we're going to see what, what happens. Um, now, I, so, I want to
2: I wanna just level set. So as far as the rules go, because I, I and this is what I'm about to say is makes this the fact that I can recall these songs even more amazing because I don't even remember the rules from last time we played this game. And yet I remember <laughs> these songs from the 80s. <laughs> OK, so, so if I if I get it, if you read the lyric and I get it correct, you get the point. Right. And if correct. OK, OK. And yeah. if Tracy reads it and I get it correct, he gets the point.
0: That is, that is absolutely correct. Um, and really, uh, you know, it doesn't matter who wins. Everybody wins because we get, to, we get to hear Dave I'm nervous. I'm so nervous. I'm um, so some of these are going to be a little bit harder, but here is the criteria that I really <laughs> tried to stick to it, There's only a couple that I didn't stick to everything. Now, these are all songs that, um, that had to chart, um, in either the united states or the united kingdom okay Uh, inside the top 100 all right now uh the the only segments that dave is going to get are going to be from the first verses sometimes the first lines of the first verses sometimes they're in the middle of the first verses um i've done i've (laughs) i've done a job to make sure that it's not too easy but it's also not impossible to somebody with dave's knowledge um and i give the uh, i give the name of the uh, the band i give the name of the song i give the year and i try to give the number that it hit on the top 100 all right um wait so you're,
2: this... you're, you're you're not giving me the name of the band prior to me guessing are you no no, 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 okay, no, okay, no okay 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 no, no.
0: okay you have to guess the song and the band you don't have to Perfect. guess the year okay but if if you do request Um, The year I will give you the year Ah. or Tracy will give you the year. We, if you really think you can guess it via chart position, we will give you chart position, (laughs) but I don't know if that's going to be how it works. Tracy, um, you, um, you shot uh, the uh, the, more, more cans off the post than I did before the
1: show. So you, you will go first. Uh, You have the first quote. Our, Our first, our first lyrical quote Lived nine to five and he worked his fingers to the bone.
2: Uh, just barely out of school, he came from the edge of town, fought like a switchblade so no one could take him. Yeah, that's uh, 18 in life, Skid Row. Yeah, 18 Alive
1: 1989 by Skid Row, reached number four. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: Tracy's got
0: one. Okay. Um, it's not gonna Dave, be a shutout. That's what I like. Dave, Dave's gonna Dave's gonna slip little bits of these songs in between. <laughs> so I, that's so the best part. <laughs> okay, here's here's one that I am super excited about. Uh, <laughs> seems like forever that she's been on my mind.
2: Uh oh my gosh I should know this. Uh uh Nothing has changed. She thinks I'm a waste of her time. There she goes. That's Nelson, Love and Affection. That one took a minute. <laughs>
0: It wasn't no a lot
2: there. That one was tough to talk. To this
0: this is this has been worth it. I don't we, don't. we don't need to go. We don't need to do anymore. I'm super excited. Okay, this one is the only one that I could not find chart info Wait, for. Isn't it do- Tracy's turn? Yes. I just yeah. Wanted he's to he's give he you oh, a oh, setting oh, it up. Gotcha. Okay. Um, this is the only one that I could not find chart info for, but I still believe in the power of Dave. Go ahead, Tracy.
2: Well, hang on. We got to do the... D- did we do the thing where Tracy said, yes, you're correct. That is Nelson, Love and Affection from Blah.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, that love is you. Love and Affection 1990 by Nelson, which reached number one. Okay. There we go. Wow. Here she comes. Mm, just like her an name, Seems
1: like forever that she's been on my mind. But nothing has changed. She thinks I'm a waste of the time. She don't know what she's missing. Can't she see I'll never give up the fight? I'll do all I can. She understands my desire. here's our third lyrical quote wrapped up in this world of anger there's no ch- second chance of out anger. of here there's no
2: second chance out here held tied to eyes now honey because i know just what you feel uh that's bang tango uh someone like you uh
1: that is someone like you by 1989 bang tango
0: Yeah, but it was it was a delight uh, watching you get there. This
1: one has me a little excited, actually.
0: All right, this next line. Oh, no, that girl, she's looking so fine. I know she knows what, what she's, she's doing, doing to my, my mind.
2: Oh, does she know that I'm wanting her so? Well, there's one <laughs> thing I know. That's Hot Love by Twisted Sister, former guest J.J. French and his band, Twisted Sister, even though he probably punched me for saying that because that was off of what was supposed to be Dee's solo album.
1: Right, okay. but they all performed on it, so it's a, it's a technicality, but uh, love that album, by the way.
0: Oh, yeah. Right off. And I and I specifically chose Love is for Suckers. Um, <laughs> I did. I really did. It was
1: 1987. Um, uh, I it's number 31 on the next one's yours i'm still out on the porch steps sitting on my behind
2: oh man uh i actually do know this one this is uh, but i can't sing it this is what's bothering me is i actually know this song immediately this is house of pain by faster pussycat but i can't not I do i can't I can't resolve the, the, the verse in my head, and that's what's bugging the shit out of me. That, but I... that is
0: the resolve. It's a little past supper time. I'm still out on the porch steps, sitting on my behind. Oh, yeah, waiting yes. for, Waitin for you. That's yeah. House
1: of Pain. Faster Pussycat reached number 23 on the charts in 1989. It's live-
2: I haven't missed one yet.
0: No, you have not. I'd like to point that out. Yeah. All right. You're doing, you're actually doing better than you did the last time. And that is, that is exactly what you need to jinx this whole thing. So here we go. Um, I've got a physical addiction, babe, and I can't get enough.
2: Ah, oh, this one's going to kill me. I don't know this one. I got a physical, that doesn't ring a bell in any way, shape or form. I got a physical, this, is, this sounds like some stupid kiss lyric, but I have no idea if this is kiss or not.
0: I can tell you that that first line is mumbled.
1: You're feeling old, bro.
2: I—I as soon as you say it, I might know it. But this one, this is my first. This is—you're right—I jinxed myself. This is the miss right here.
0: I do not know this. Okay, uh, if you don't know it, I'll just let you know that it is "I Want to Be Loved," House of Lords, uh, which reached number fifty-eight in nineteen eighty-nine.
1: That's a tough one because yeah. that I know that song, but I wouldn't have come up with it. And I I, I own House of Lords albums. so yeah. Way
2: to ruin the game, Steve. All right, keep going.
1: <laughs> so, wow, that's no point.
2: Steve, are you keeping track of scores here? Yeah, hey, I am okay. because okay. I, I
1: always know when our we, we get through the end of the game and we're like, who won? And we're like, what? Yeah, yeah. All yeah, right, it's like um, a I, ball games. Yeah. So, uh, here's our uh, our next uh, lyrical quote. Uh, but the winds of change uh, made them realize that the promises were lies.
2: Man, th- Steve, you called it, dude. The moment I got out over my skis and got a little too full of myself, now I'm not getting shit here. I'm not I'm not picking up on this. Read, read you, it for you, me one you more time. You oh, do, oh, yeah, you do but the
1: winds working. of change made them realize that the promises were lies. This is from 1986, by the way.
2: Uh, I got nothing here I got nothing but at least you guys are still even what give it to me Tracy what is it
1: Uh, the song is Cherokee by Europe reach number 72
2: said I would know this I, I would not I would oh, not know this no that was a
0: that was a huge song um all right let's see if you don't suck this one wow. up. here we go <laughs> wow <laughs> no, i know i yeah, know yeah. how 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 hard the mighty have fallen um, <laughs> you're going to get this one out on a cypress limb above the wishing well where they say it got no bottom say it, say
2: take it, it down to hell over in the bushes hand off to the right Two men talking in a pale moonlight. Sheriff Tom, something, something. It's uh, Uncle Tom's Cabin by Warrant, which is a... Listen, say what you want about Warrant. They're the cherry pie guys, whatever. They wrote a bunch of songs about sex and things like that. They at least wrote a storytelling song. That song has an actual story behind it and is not just about chicks or drugs or fast cars or anything like that. I've always commended them for having... The wherewithal within in the 80s, when they could have easily just written another cherry pie, that they wrote Uncle Tom's Cabin.
1: This was in 1990. And it's interesting to note that the the story you talk about is Uncle Tom's Cabin by Harriet Beecher Stowe. So, um, anyway, I, I'll still give them credit for knowing that it exists. Mm-hmm. Just follow the record, let's get the story straight. Mm-hmm. Uncle Tom a fish it was getting pretty
0: late. Oh, all the cybers limb above the ocean web Where, where the sea got no bottoms it, Take you down a hill it's nice it's like a murder murder mystery uh song with like lots of red herrings yeah and uh, i you don't know where it's gonna go it zigs when it should zag it's 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 amazing um okay um so that was that was mine uh, warrant number 19 1990 <laughs> this is you tracy this one's you
1: i like back announcing yours actually like <laughs> gasoline you want to pump me and leave me when you uh, get on. your fill. This yeah. was a
2: massive hit. This was a huge, ginormous hit. This is and you talk about not that listen, not that the song we just discussed is by any stretch like so cerebral that some people wouldn't even understand the I'm not saying these are deep songs, but on the complete and utter opposite end of this spectrum was a song called Unskinny Bop by Poison, which was yeah. literally just about banging overweight women.
1: Right it's uh yeah so this is a uh, 1990 number 3 People in Oregon were confused about this because they didn't know what uh, pumping was, but apparently that's the 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 simile that was used was about pumping yeah. gasoline. Uh
2: and also uh Steve, I'm not exactly positive. Uh, I maybe I'm maybe I'm confusing this with your dude looks like a lady hip thrust, but wouldn't you occasionally do the hip thrust and say, like gasoline, you want to pump me, and then you'd give a little hip thrust in the hallway of the high school there?
0: I don't think I did for All that right. one. All right. Um, but, uh, that was but, only, she like it, like she it, like it, like it, it <laughs> like it, like it. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, we've come a real long way to be with you. It's not that easy doing what we do. Uh,
2: I don't know. Again, this sounds like a shitty kiss lyric where they're trying to get the crowd on their side, but we've come a real long way just to be with you. I, d- I don't know this one. It was
0: 1989.
2: <laughs> it was sometime in the 80s. Yeah, it I don't reached, know. Th-
0: it reached number 69.
2: See, that's the thing, man. That's that's pretty deep, even on the 100 charts, and it was probably there for a week. So what was it?
0: Uh, it was Get It On by Kingdom Come.
2: Oh, yeah. Only Kingdom Come. If you had done Do You Like It by Kingdom Come, I would have gotten that one. But this one, no, that's the only one. This song.
0: was the one they said was the biggest hit. So I I got gotcha. it. And and boy, um, like you look up Kingdom Come and it's like uh Kingdom Come takes a lot of shit about sounding like Led Zeppelin, and then you hear the song get it on, you're like, well, this sounds just like they ripped off Led
2: Zeppelin.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's no there is there's no they didn't even try to not rip off Led Zeppelin. All right, so uh, we have a game where Tracy has won. Uh, he has four. I have three. We do have a tiebreaker. If you want to uh, do it just for fun, this is not going. to – Tracy won this game. Well, so uh, well,
2: hang on. How about the tiebreaker is uh, winner takes all, and I'm playing for Steve.
1: I, I like that. <laughs> Give it to okay. me. I, I'm ready for this one. Am I going to do
2: it, or are you going to do it? Um. Tracy, you give it to me, I'll play for Steve, and if I get it right, Steve wins the game.
1: All right, here we go. Uh, Here's our last and final winner-take-all lyrical quote. Don't want to wait until you know me better, let's just be glad for the time together.
2: (laughs) Of all the the ones that I'm going to use to steal the game away from Tracy and give it to Steve... I do it using Tracy's one of his all-time favorite bands.
1: You do it, yes. That's absolutely. Kiss
2: and that's Lick It Up. I knew there had to be a Kiss lyric in there somewhere. And Yep. We hit it on Lick the It Up. Breaker, Kiss so.
1: 1983, this is their first post-makeup album after uh, Creatures of the Night reached number 66. Was worth uh, charting higher, to be honest with you.
2: It was a great album. Yeah, the production really was, was
1: terrible on it, but it was a great album.
0: All right. Well, that, that was fun. That was great. Great job, fellas. Um, I won. Uh, I didn't. I, did. I, was, I was definitely Tracy. Steve's Crazy Ass Games is a Dave and
2: Steve show production in association with Atomic Potato Television. If you'd like to appear on a future episode, email us at the Dave and Steve show at gmail.com. We will see you next time right here on Steve's crazy ass Games. Well, that's a uh, wink. Martindale would be proud of, of what we've just accomplished oh, yes. here today. That was a, uh, Hey, did you guys know, speaking of, uh, in all honesty, there is mm-hmm. a football coach right now in the NFL named wink Martindale.
1: I, I did not know that.
2: And I, and I don't know, I, I, every time, I forget who he coaches for, but every time, it, it's almost like the announcers know that that's such a strange and uncommon name that was in a very famous setting, that they take every opportunity. He's a defensive coordinator, I know that, but I forget which team he plays, or which team he coaches for. But I don't know what I need, and I always forget to look, but I'm always curious if that's like Wink Martindale Jr., Like because that's such an uncommon name, especially Wink. I mean, come on. You might have another Martindale hanging out there, but Wink Martindale is way too much of a coincidence. So I keep wanting to look it up. If only I had a way.
0: Yeah, yeah. if only there was a machine that would yeah. allow you to type. What yeah, there's no into. way
1: to possibly know that. Maybe a listener knows. So that would hey, be great uh, if you know to Tracy and Steve had uh, for time real
2: there. quick, and I'll
0: look it up. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Tracy, have you ever seen an armadillo up close?
1: Uh, I have wanted to. In fact, when I was a child, I had a dream about an armadillo that uh, frightened me so much. And when I woke up, I had a strange taste in my mouth. And when I think about it or see a picture of one, I still taste this sort of uh, a metallic feeling in my mouth. I, I can't describe it, really. All right. But, so uh, he
2: he coaches for the Ravens, not nearly as cool as I thought uh, it would be. His real name is Don Martindale, but they call him Don in quotes wink martindale and they probably call him that just because there was a famous wink martindale and they just, okay
0: well Wasn't did nearly you get the uh, did you get the magic of the moment booster shot because it totally took it away <laughs> totally took it away oh my god <laughs> all right that's a
2: that's a good note and on. we're gonna get the hell out of here steve anything else from you besides smart ass quips nothing good tracy how about you
1: I hope everyone had a great Halloween, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you soon. Yeah,
2: for Steve, for Tracy, for me, Dave. We'll talk to you next time right here on The Dave and Steve Show.